Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. That is in the New Testament. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. We are so grateful uh, for you all for tuning in and just so thankful for Miss Tanise. Uh, we thank you as well for tuning in. Chevelle, we thank you as well for tuning in. Sister Barbara, uh, we thank you. Sister Pope as well. Um, Tanya and Wynn, we thank you as well um, for tuning in. And we find ourselves, Sister Vanessa Hill, we thank you as well in Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. We're in Ephesians chapter 6. Brother Reeves, Pastor Reeves, we thank you. The Tucker family as well for tuning in. Um, Deacon Blue and Deacon Allen, we thank you uh, for tuning in. We're in Ephesians chapter 6 on this Mother's Day. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mothers, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mothers, mother, which is the first commandment, which is promise, that it may be well with you and you may live a long, live long on the earth. Father God, we are so grateful for your word. Please use me for your glory. Let your will be done. Remove me that your words may penetrate hearts. Lord God, I stand on a foundation that you have created through your son, Jesus Christ. That the word of God may be preached with clarity, with wisdom, with understanding, with strength and power. Lord God, I stand here not on my own power, or my own intellect, or my own experience, but I stand here on the power of Jesus Christ that this word may ripple through technology to reach the hearts of our people. I thank you, Lord God, and it's a privilege that you decide to use me for this position. Lord God, I'm not worthy to be used, but I pray that today I be an honorable vessel. Take what I have studied, what I have learned, and bring it back to remembrance. That it may be clear for those who sit under the sound of my voice to hear the power of the word of God transform their lives. We thank you for your word. We thank you for allowing us to sit at your table and feast at your word, Lord God. Be with us and encourage us. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As we find ourselves in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3, on this Mother's Day, I would like to speak to you from the topic, children, obey and honor your parents. Children, obey and honor your parents. I know it's Mother's Day and usually uh, what we do is give a Mother's Day sermon, but God has led me to speak to us as children. To be honest, 
Everyone under the sound of my voice is a child. We all have our children to someone. Maybe our moms and dads are still here. Maybe our moms and dads are gone. But every one of us are children. And today, as we honor moms, I want to speak to us to, to help us uh, to obey and honor our parents. Here in the text, we found ourselves in Ephesians, where Paul is the author. And Paul has already stated in the first three chapters that we have been saved by grace. And by the grace of God, now we have been transformed and we have been renewed in the, in the spirit of God. And now we are new creatures. We are, we are new people in God because of the grace of God and we have surrendered our life to him. We are no longer old and uh, we are no longer those who are separated from God, but we are children of God. And in this, this book, he, he now comes in the second half and he says, because you are believers in God, because you are Christians, he said, now this is how you should act. And I like this because in verse 5, starting at verse uh, around verse 5, verse 20, um, in verse 5, around verse 22, he, he lets us know, um, how we should act as a retain, as a, um, as it relate to relationships. He says, now because you are believers, now because you are, you are Christians, now because you are children of God, there's a way that we should conduct ourselves and a way we should behave in relationships. And he starts this in, 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 in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22, and he looks at uh, marriages. He looked at how we should behave in marriage, how the husband and the wife should love each other and submit to one another and also respect one another. He talks about how we as believers should conduct ourselves and behave in relationship as it pertains to husband and wives in, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22, Dale. But then we find ourselves today in Ephesians chapter 6 where the second part he tells us as Christians, Jasmine and Zoe and Chloe and, and the Baileys, as Christians, Sister uh, Charlene and, and Barbara, he says as Christians now, he tells us how we should relate and how we should behave ourselves as it comes to each other. I mean, as it comes to our, us being children to our parents. He says, he says, he says, here it is. He said, here, is, here it is, Sister Danita. Here it is, uh, Sister Yvette. Here it is. Here it is, Nikki and Kenneth and Lacey. He says that here is how you should behave as a child to your parents. He says, as believers, watch this, as a believers, God has a command of how we should act and behave as it relates to our parents. Children, God has called us to act and relate different uh, because we are saved towards our parents. He says, children, obey and honor your parents. He says, there, there's a way we ought to conduct ourselves in this relationship as child to parent. And here, as I said earlier, we find ourselves in that position as a child. And he lays it out for us. Paul speaks to the new covenant, speaks to the, the new believers, and he lays out this command that was first given in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. He lays it out, this command that was first given in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12 with the Ten Commandments. And he lays this out 
for us. And, and what I found out in research and doing uh, research and getting ready for the sermon, I found out that this command is, is quoted over 14 times in scriptures from Genesis all the way, I mean, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, that this quote and this command is done, this command is quoted over and over again. Even in the New Testament, we are commanded in how we ought to respond and obey and honor our parents. But Deacon Dixon, I, 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 I see that there's a problem in our community. I see that there's a problem in our society. I see that there's some issues in our society with children obeying and honoring their parents. And this just didn't happen um, yesterday. This has been a, a casual leak. This has been a slow leak from years to come. I remember as a child growing up in Northeast, I had some friends that were cussed their mom out and cussed their dad out and, and dishonor their parents. And, and some things that I said, I never cursed at my mother. Let me get that straight. Oh, no. That wouldn't happen. But there's some things that I said that I think about that wasn't honoring or obeying my mother, nor my dad. At this time, as we we, we see uh, in the text, he he commands us. He 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 lets us know that we ought to have a right relationship with our parents. This, this has been going on for years that we have seen children that have been disobedient to their parents. As a matter of fact, if you go on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, you will see uh, videos of children fighting their parents, children being disobeying their parents, children um, um, make, um, having pranks, uh, um, doing pranks on a mother and a father, and, and it's just disrespectful. And all we see in a community is a bunch of disrespectful children, young and old, that's disrespecting their parents. And, and um, Paul says there's a way we ought to relate to our parents, and that's in the, out of obedience and honoring. I know, I know, I know, I know parents, parents, parents. If you, you're a parent like me, you, you should be saying amen. You should be, you should be clapping right now. You should be thanking that, that someone will preach to this issue because what we see is a lot of disrespectful young people and old people as it relates to parents, to their parents. Here, Paul lays out for us this command as we look at this children obey. And honor your parents. And we see in verse one, he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Paul, Paul here speaks um, to those children at young of age here in the text. He says, children, this is not this doesn't mean everyone who's a child, but this means those who are young in age, those who are dependents. He said, you who are dependents, the one who depend on their mother and father, the one who need uh, to, to, to lean on their mother and father and dependence of their mother and father, these young children. He says, he commands us, he commands us, the scripture commands us to obey. He says that we must, we must obey uh, our, our fathers and mothers uh, in the Lord, which is right. He, he tells the young people that you must obey. And I like this because this command is not a suggestion. This, this command, um, Brother Bailey, this command, um, Sister Danita, this command is, is not a suggestion or appeal. This command is a command that God has given us from the beginning that we ought to obey, that you as a child ought to obey your father and mother in the Lord because it is right. He says, young people, you got to be obedient to your mother and father. You, you gotta be obedient to your parents. You gotta be obedient to your grandparents. You gotta be obedient to your older aunts and uncles. You gotta be obedient to your parents. 
He says, young people, he, he speaks to the children, those of, of young age. He says, you got to be obedient. We are living in a time where children don't understand obedience. Where children believe that they can do what they want to do. Where they believe that they can act like they want to act. Where they believe that they can say what they want to say. When your parents ask you to do something, that means do it. Paul says, children, obey your parents. When your parents ask you to do something, it doesn't mean that you need to have a debate with them. No, just do what they ask you to do because it's not time for a debate. We know you ain't no lawyer. You ain't no judge, so we don't need you to be back and forth and talking back. We just ask you to do what we need to do. We got a lot of children that are disobedient. Paul said, children, obey your mother and father in the Lord, which is right. Obey. Listen to them. Follow their lead. Let them guide you. They are set here to be authority in your life for a purpose, and God has placed them in your life as authority under God where, where they can lead you and guide you in the right way, but you think you know it all. You don't know anything. You young. You insecure. You don't know. Listen to your parents and obey them. Now, I know some of you kids, because y'all smart. Y'all smart. Y'all say, what if, what if my parent lead me to do something wrong? Then you ain't got to listen then. If they lead you to sin, then you ain't got to obey that. But if they lead you to do right, you got to obey them. And we got to understand that partial obedience is not obedience. Partial obedience and not obedience. And he says that you got to obey your parents. Obey your parents. When they ask you to clean your room, when they ask you to take the trash out, when they ask you to clean your bathroom up, when they ask you to do something, obey them. When they give you instructions and they lead you, listen to them. When they tell you that the outfit you have on is not appropriate, change it without, without arguing or, or fussing or, or, or throwing a temper tantrum or stomping or, or sighing or kissing your teeth or whatever you do. He says that we ought to obey our parents. He says, in the Lord. Watch this. He says, because you are believers. This is how believers ought to act and conduct themselves. You ought to be an example to your friends around you who are not believers of how to obey your parents. This is good stuff, Sam. This is good stuff, Miss Butler. This is good stuff, Kathy and Murray Cookie and Kat. This is good stuff because our children need to know how to obey. I think about me as a child and some of the things I said to my mom. I think about how I didn't listen. To my mom, how I didn't obey my mom. How I thought I, I knew everything. But scripture tells us, Paul says that we ought to, to obey. We ought to obey our parents. And we living in a generation, we living in a society that children are not obedient to parents. Children, he says, those who have dependents. Obey your parents. Listen to them. 
place yourself under their authority because God has set them, set them to have authority over you. Said that we are called to obey. You are called to obey. But then we see in the text, he says, not only children obey your parents, but we'll see in verse two, watch what he says. And we're going to put a pin in um, for this is right. We're going to come back to that. And he says, honor your mother and father, which is the first commandment of promise. He says, now he switches. Paul switched from a, a child that was dependent to adult children. He says, okay, you, you adult children who, who out of your mom's house and you grown like me, like me, and you, you got things going on. You got your own children. He says, now your, your obedience to your mom is, 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 is not there, but, but now you need to honor your parents. He says, for our older children, uh, you need to honor your parents. And this word honor means to, to hold weight, to give weight, to give weight to or to esteem or reverence. And I like that give weight because watch this, because the give weight means that when, when, when your parents as a, 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 as a dose, when your parents give you advice and your friends give you advice, you take your parents advice over your friends advice. That's giving weight. That means I give weight to my parents, uh, or I give weight to what they said, the advice they give me over what my friends said. That, that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff right there. That's, that's really good stuff. It means to give weight or to esteem or to honor or, or, I mean, or to reverence. He says the older children, you ought to honor your fathers and mothers. You ought to honor, honor your parents. You ought to esteem your parents. You ought to give weight, um, to your parents. You ought to reverence your parents. Now, I know for some of us, this is difficult because some of our parents have not been those who we should reverence. Some of our parents have, have, have allowed things to happen to us that you shouldn't allow to happen to your children. Some of our parents have abandoned us and left us uh, 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 on our own or, or left us with auntie or grandma. Some of our parents, as you would say, don't deserve to be honored or to be esteemed or reverenced. But God gives this command. And when he gives this command, he doesn't say, give this command on condition. He says that you are commanded to honor your mother and father Watch this, because this is the first command with a promise. He gives this command without a condition. So it doesn't mean the deeds that your mother and father did was right, that they should be honored. It means that you should honor them in spite of all their, their, their flaws and all their problems and all their issues and all that they have done to you because you are commanded to honor them. You are commanded to reverence them. and You are commanded to esteem them and lift them up in spite of all the trouble that they brought to you in spite they abandoned you in spite that they wasn't good parents God says I don't care about that you ought to respect the position that they hold says that as the parents we ought to honor them as older children we ought to honor them it's, it's, it's like uh, uh, people who don't agree with presidents you know, they're, they're all presidents people don't agree with everything they do People don't agree with Obama did. People don't agree with Trump did. People don't agree with Biden did. Biden did. But because they are presidents, when you in their presence and you sitting down, when they come in, because of their positions, you stand. Because you have to honor the position. And God says, honor the position. I, I, I know you may not agree with how they parent you. 
I know they may not have been good parents. I, I know they, they've been bad parents and they, they didn't do anything for you, but God says that you still got to honor them because they are the position that I put. They have, they are in the position that I placed and I appointed before them. And he says, as older children, we ought to honor our parents. And I'm getting sick and tired of our older children. Keep acting like their parents are nuisance or burdens to them. I'm talking to people and they say, my mother keep calling me. My dad keep calling me. He need this. They like children and this and that. I wish my mother was still living so she can call me so I can talk to her so I can take her to the doctor's office. I can take her to the grocery store. I, she can call me all she want. I, I just wish that my mother was still here where I can hug on her and I can kiss her and I can feel her love and you here complaining about about this and about that, about them keep calling you like they nuisance. You just forgot when you was a child, you was a nuisance too. You got on their nerves and they hung in there with you and they supported you and they took care of you. He says, all you got to do is honor them, esteem them. What? How can I esteem them? Make them feel valuable. How can I reverence them? Let them know you love them. Spend time with them. Call them and take them out to eat. Take them out and hang with them. Spend time with them and grow with them and, and listen to them. They have great information about their lives that you probably don't even know about. This is time that we as children, as children of God, that we should change the culture and honor our parents. If you're an older person like me, if you're an older child, uh, younger than me, but you living on your own, you should honor your mother and father. Says you honor them. And I know I'm not the only one that wish I had the opportunity to show some honor to my mother today. In her face while she's here. Honor your parents. Honor them. Honor them because they have the position of authority that God has placed upon them in our lives. So he says that for our children, we ought to obey. He said that this, the, uh, we ought to obey our, our, our fathers and mothers in the Lord because this is right. He says for the older children, we ought to honor, honor our fathers and mothers. Because this is the first commandment with a promise. And that's interesting that Paul would say this is the first commandment with the promise because this is the only commandment with a promise and it came with a promise. It comes with a promise. This, this, this is come with a promise. And we see here this promise is in chapter, I mean, in verse three, he says that it may be well with you and you, it may be well with you and may uh, and you may live, watch this, and you may live long on the earth. Now here it is. Why will God command us to obey and honor our parents? Sister, Sister Sean, why? Sister Sarita, Sister Dixon, why? Why would God command us that? Why would God command us that? One, I just want to let you know is that, is that, is that, is that the parents is the first representation of authority that God has given us. Watch this. Watch this, Dick and Dixon. This, this is something. The, our parents is the first sign and physical representation of authority in a child's life. That's what parents are. They're the first sign and physical, uh, 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 physical representation of authority in a child's life. And God has placed them in that position because we know and God know that if children don't respect their parents of authority, 
that they're going to have a problem expecting authority outside the house, respecting authority outside the house, and ultimately have a problem with respecting God as authority. So God placed parents as authority over us. I know you may not like them because they some of them was too harsh and some of them was too mean and some of them was too lenient. But guess what? God has placed parents in your life that they may be the first representation of physical authority, that you may understand how authority works as a child. So when you leave out your parents' house, when you run into authority, you understand what authority is and what it means. And also, when it comes to God, you understand authority that he has. If you have a problem with honoring and obeying your parents, guess what? You're going to have a problem with authority outside their house. If you have a problem with authority outside the house, guess what? You're going to have a problem when God want to be authority in your life. He says that I set these children up with parents of representation of authority so you may understand authority. And why would Paul give us this command in the New Testament and tell the believers that we ought to represent, we ought to honor and uh, obey our parents? He says it here in the text. He said the first reason why we ought to obey it because it is right. He said in verse 1, children obey and honor your parents, honor your mother and father in the Lord because it is right. He tells us why we ought to obey, why we ought to honor. He said because it is right, it's the right thing to do. The right thing to do is be right. I mean the right, the right thing to do as it pertains to God. God has commanded us to honor our parents and, and to uh, respect our parents and to be obedient to our parents. And it is the right thing to do because as believers, we want to do the right thing. And he says that as children, we got to obey our parents and honor our parents because it is right. Come on, y'all. We got to do the right thing. We must do the right thing. We are examples. The Christian body are examples to the world. If we are not respecting our parents, how you think the world going to look at it? How you think the world going to see if we supposed to be examples of the kingdom of God and we disrespecting our parents and not honoring them, how we think the world is going to change? He says, here's why we ought to obey and honor. It's because it is right. It's righteousness. It's God's way. It's God's standard. It's God's path for us to obey and honor our parents. And he tells us another reason why. He says in verse number two, he says, because it's God's command. He said, this is the first command with a promise. This is why we ought to be obedient. This is why we should honor our parents, because God commands us to. God says that this is what he wants from us. And I know some of you all may say, well, that's Old Testament scripture. Whereas well, right here in the New Testament and Paul is speaking to believers. So that means we have to follow this. We have been commanded to obey and honor our parents. Say we have been commanded. Why should we obey? Why should we honor? Because it's right and we've been commanded by God. God has made the command to honor your parents. And then the third reason he tells us why. He says, because it brings blessings. Look at verse three. He says it right here. In verse three, he says that you may be well 
that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Now, there are a couple of views here on that because some believe that, 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 that if you be obedient and honor your parents, that you will live longer than what you expected to live. But what I take it as is that we will be blessed here on earth. If it gives us longer life, then I will take it, Lord. Thank you. But if not, I want to be blessed while I'm living here. And God says that this is why I call you to be obedient in this command and honor your parents that it may bring blessings to you. Oh, my God, when you do right by your parents, the blessings will flow out. When you do right by your parents, God will honor you for doing right and listening to his commandments and being obedient to what he said. You want to be blessed, do right by your parents. If you want to be blessed and live a blessed life, do right by your parents. Listen to the word of God. Listen to the command of God and you will be blessed. It says that we ought to obey and honor our parents. It was interesting because socialists, um, they, they, they says that, that society the reason why our society is unstable because we have a bunch of children that's disobedient to their parents. That the reason why our society in the position it is now because we have disobedient children. Because children have not learned how to respect authority. And because they have not learned from the home how to respect authority, now we see a bunch of children that disrespecting authority all over. You see children that are cussing senior citizens out, that beating up on senior, senior citizens. We see children that have no respect for adults at all. You go in a mall and they cuss like they, they like, like nobody's around. You see children who, who are disrespectful to older people all the time when you are out. And, and it's sad because they, it's believed that our society, our, our society is unstable because of lack of children who won't follow authority, who won't um, um, honor authority, who won't be obedient to authority. And God says that I'm calling you here. I'm commanding you. Paul says I'm commanding you as children of God that you be obedient. And you honor your parents. And he said, because this is right. And this is the command that God has given us. And he said, because this brings blessings upon your life. If you want blessings upon your life, if you want to be right with God and you want to honor, uh, uh, you want to be right with God and be obedient to his commands. He said, obey and honor your parents. We have to change the scenario because we living in a time where, where our kids are totally out of hand. And I'm not speaking of children who are dependents, but I'm also speaking of those old children. We have 50 and 60 year old children that disrespect their parents. And the scripture here command us, command us to obey and honor our parents. Today, God has laid this on my heart. Because like I said earlier, if you don't learn as a child 
how to respect authority, which is starts in your home to obey your mother and father and honor your mother and father. You're not going to learn how to obey authority when you get older. When you run into authority outside your parents' house, you're not going to know how to obey it because you have neglected to obey and honor your parents, who was the first sign of authority in your life, who God placed as the first sign of authority in your life. So when you don't learn to obey and honor them as authority, you now won't obey and honor no authority outside your parents' house. But ultimately, you will not obey the authority of God. And God has all authority. He has all power. Even today, 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 he has all power. The reason why some of you all will not surrender your life to Jesus Christ, those who are under the sound of my voice, you will not surrender your life to Jesus Christ because you don't want to turn authority over to him. You, you have an authority issue. You can't turn your life over to him because you're struggling with authority issues. I, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. I, I don't want to be put in a box, as we say. I, I, I just can't have God uh, um, making my move for every single step. I ain't got time to be checking on nobody, nobody checking on me and nobody holding me accountable. That's because you have a problem with authority. But guess what? In spite of your issues, in spite of your problems with authority, God still loves you. God still love you and God love you so much that uh, John 3 16 say he uh, that um, God um, that, that God for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him should not perish and have everlasting life God loved you so much that he still gave his son to die on the cross that you may have life God want to love you out of that anger that you have with authority God want to love you that you can see that his authority is right, that he's an awesome king. He's a wonderful king. He's a loving king. He's a gracious king. Come on, saints. He's a kind king. He's a merciful king. He's a comforter. He's a dad when you need him. He's a mom when you need him. He is a wonderful king, and he want to place you under his authority that you may surrender to him and live for him and live a life of obedience. So today, Today is a day where you can break out of that. Today is a day where you can surrender your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because God has set Jesus Christ to die on the cross for you and for me. And he defeated the ultimate authority. He defeated the authority of Satan. That now we have victory. We no longer have to be condemned. We no longer have to be separated from God. We no longer have to go to hell. We no longer have to live under the power of sin because Jesus Christ came and he died on the cross. He shed his blood for you and I and was beat all night and hung on the cross that he now has all authority in his hand. Everything fall under his authority and will you place yourself under him? Will you place yourself under him? Because this is a great opportunity. This is a great opportunity. Parents are supposed to be a representation of God. And I know some of them messed up. I know some of you as parents messed up. I know some of you, like me and my wife, we wish we had a chance to do it all over again. We'll do it different. But guess what? You still got time to be the best parent you can be to your children. You still have time, children, 
to turn your life around and be obedient and honor your parents. You still have time to show the respect that they need. You still have time. But this may be the last time you can surrender your life to Jesus Christ. This may be the last time you hear a gospel, the gospel presented. Because we don't know the time nor the day when the Lord should show up. At any time, according to Revelation, God can turn a key to life and death. And today may be your day. So today I appeal to you. Today I, I, applaud, I, I appeal to you. I suggest to you that you surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Today is a great day. Today is a great day. It's Mother's Day. What, what better thing to do is to get right with God on Mother's Day. To get right with God on Mother's Day. To, to warm your mom's heart. Because I know some of my moms out there worried about them children who have walked away from God. Worried about them that they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. It's a great day. They say, Mom, for you, for Mother's Day, I have surrendered my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord. This is a wonderful day to get right with God. Is there any today? Is there any today want to release your authority and turn it over to God? He gave his son, Jesus Christ, that you may have life. The scripture says that if you have Christ, you have life. If you don't have the son, you don't have life. But the opportunity is given to you. Whoever shall believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. And today, salvation is open to you. Is there any? Is there any? We got people looking. We got people looking on our social media sites. We got people looking. If you want to call in, call in at 301. 653-6219. If you want to text on the chat, say, I want to have salvation. I want salvation. Today is the day of salvation for you. A great opportunity where you can surrender your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Today here on Mother's Day, a great opportunity where you can turn your life over to Christ. Say, God, I give up on authority that I thought I had, but I turn it over to you and God will restore you. He will renew you. He will place in your heart the spirit of Jesus Christ that you may live an abundant life, that you may live a bold life and you have access to the King of Kings and the Lord, a Lord and the thrones of heaven. He says that he gave his son for your life. Is there any today? Is there any today? Is there any? Is there any that want to surrender their life to Jesus Christ? You want to make a decision, let us know. If you're on, if you're on um, Twitter, let us know. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, let us know. If you're on a website, let us know. If you're on YouTube, let us know. If you if you share, let the person who you share will let them know so they can get in touch with it and say, yeah, I have one who want to surrender their life to Jesus Christ. If you want, you can call us at 301-653-6219. You can call us or you can text us or you can even go to our website at clintonbaptistchurch.org and drop us a line and say, hey, I want Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Let us know because this is great opportunity. Let us know. And today, today not only is it about salvation, but it's also about repentance. Because I pray that this message has filled your heart. I pray that this message did not return to God void. I pray that it penetrated your heart and really caused you to challenge to look at yourself as a child, to look at yourself as an older child and a younger child, and also to look at yourself as a parent and a position that God has given you to be in. So there may be some right now that are hurting, that are struggling right now because you have been abandoned by your parents. 
you have been mistreated. Your parents have allowed things to happen to you that wasn't right. But today is a great opportunity that I'm going to open up the altar. And I know I'm here and we here with people, but I'm going to open up the altar. We're going to come together and we're going to pray and ask for God to move in your life that you may have forgiveness in your heart towards your parents. That you may forgive them for what they have done. That we ask that your parents receive the forgiveness. We're going to pray that God go before you and ask your parents to receive the forgiveness. That their hearts be changed. Maybe you've been a parent and you didn't do everything right and you're struggling. You're struggling. Like, God, forgive me. I've done wrong and you can't forgive yourself, but God has come today to forgive you. God has come today to restore you. He's a restoring God. He breaks chains. He convicts hearts and he returns lives. He is a resurrecting God. He can resurrect your life. He can resurrect your heart. And some of you all may have tears flowing down your eyes right now because the way your parents treated you or the way you have treated your children as parents. But God can drop every tear that you have right now because Psalm tells us that he heals the broken hearts, that he mend the binds of the wounded. And he is a mending and a healing God. And he can heal right now. Father God, I pray at the altar for us that are parents for the, the mishaps we have done, for the wrong we have done by our children. I pray, Lord God, for the, for the things that we have done and we have allowed to happen to our children. I pray that our children have a heart of forgiveness. I pray that we come and be forgive, that we no longer have to walk under this bondage no more in life. Release us as parents. That we can walk in newness, Lord God. That we can walk in hope. That we can walk in joy. That we can walk differently, Lord God. Release us, Lord God. Remove the chains and the, and the bonds that, 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 that have tied us up and arrested us as parents because we didn't do parenting right. Release us, Lord God. Let our children have a heart of forgiveness. Let us forgive them, Lord God, for how they have treated us. But Lord God, on the other side, let us as children walk in forgiveness as well. Let us walk, Lord God, in a way that is pleasing to you. Let us be right with you, that we forgive our parents. Lord God, that we forgive them for, for what they have done. Lord God, you have been an example of that. You have forgiven, forgiven us for sin. You have forgiven us from wickedness, Lord God, and the wicked that we have done towards you. So we ask now that we we have and placed in our heart that we forgive our parents. That we forgive the wrong that they have done to us. Lord God, that we pray that, that relationships be restored today with our parents. We pray that you break down the walls, Lord God. We break down the walls of anger. You break down the walls of separation. You break down the walls of frustration. You break down the walls of, of um, anger, Lord God. We ask that you right now remove the walls that we can be right with our parents. Lord God, we call out to you. You all we have, Lord God. And some of us have been struggling since we were children. 
with the hate that we have for our parents. Some of our parents are dead and we still angry at them, Lord God, and they still have issues in the grave, Lord God, and we still are resting under their their, their, their bad parenting, Lord God, but we ask that we be released right now in the name of Jesus. We call out to you, Lord God. We bow ourselves before you because you are the power that can release us. Lord God, we ask for change to come. We ask for miracles to happen, Lord God. We ask for you to be a way maker, Lord God. We ask that you to be a, a fixer, Lord God. Go into our hearts and convict our hearts. That change may occur, Lord God. We're tired of walking around with the anger and the frustration. We're tired of walking around with the fear. Lord God, have your way. In the name of Jesus, we call out. Lord God, that you break every bond, break every chain, break every wall, Lord God, that we break of the anger that we have in our heart and the disappointment that we've been caused by our parents. Lord God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you move. Move mightily, Lord God. Have your way. Have your way, Lord God. Restore, Lord God. Restore. Lord God, we need you. We need you, Lord God. We need you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, we need you. Hallelujah, Lord God, we need you. We cry out to you, Lord God, because you all we have, Lord God. We cry out to you, Lord God, because you all we have, Lord God. We need you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. Fix us up, Lord God. Be God, Lord God. Work a work in us, Lord God, that our relationship with our parents may be different from this time forward. Lord God. And if we need outside help from counseling, give us the boldness to go that we may reach the full potential that you have for us as children and parents. Lord God, we ask for your way to be done. You all we have. Nothing else will work. So we surrender to you. Have your way. And I'm believing. And I'm celebrating. And I'm thanking you right now in anticipation of what you're going to do. Lord God, I know that there are going to be testimony after testimony of how you have fixed relationships with children and parents. I know, Lord God, that they're going to be testimony of testimony, how you have restored parents, how you have restored children. Lord God, have you have made a way in people's lives. I know, Lord God, and I'm thanking you right now. I'm celebrating right now in anticipation for your work and your will to work right now in our lives. And I pray for all of those under the sound of my voice that you restore, that you restore, Lord God, that you restore, Lord God, that you restore. Oh, I need you, Lord God. I need thee, Lord God. Oh, I need thee, Lord God. Oh, I need thee, Lord God. Oh, I need thee, Lord God. Every hour I need thee. Bless me now, oh Savior. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, I need you. Bless me, Savior, I need you. Lord God, we need you. We need you, Lord God. 
We need you, Lord God. I feel you working right now, Lord God. We feel you having your way, Lord God. We feel you moving right now and having your way, Lord God. We feel you, Lord God, moving right now. We need you, Lord God. We need your Holy Spirit to move, Lord God. We feel you. Oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. Bless me now, O Savior. Yes, Lord God, we need you. We need you, Lord God, and we call out to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We surrender all to you, Lord God. We surrender it all to you. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. We surrender to you. We come with our hands up, surrendering to you, Lord God. Have your way. Have your way today, Lord God. Have your way in our world, Lord God. Have our way, have your way with the children, Lord God. Let us, as Paul has called us to be an examples to the people, Lord God, to this world as Christians, that we may change society, Lord God, that we may obey and honor our parents. We thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we thank you. Amen. Amen.